0: welcome back to another episode of into me you see the podcast where we kind of peel back the layers and dive in deep because that's what life is about all right so this one this one has been on my mind for a while and i'm calling this one the dirty on distraction i'm gonna dive into this and uh You're gonna get a sense of sense of this in your life, and how it's playing out. All right, so distraction. I did talk about in one of my podcasts about the distraction, how it just pulls you right out and keeps you in your head. Like it just pulls you so far away from yourself, and it can be anything. telling you there's just so many ways that we can be distracted if you're not aware of it like you could be down like consuming you know like information food drinks you know like it's just rampant Uh, it's social media it's it's everything that can take you away from yourself let's just leave it at that because that's essentially what distraction does and in my previous podcast when I talked about distraction how to pull yourself out of it I talked about the two tips of first, don't look at your phone when you get up. Do not check your phone because that just automatically pulls you into that world of distraction. The second tip that I gave in that podcast was tuning into yourself and seeing how you feel and, you know, different journal prompts and things like that to kind of help you tune into yourself and So those are the two things that I use um, to tune into myself. Like I never look at my phone the moment I get up because then I know if I do that, I just know I'm going down the rabbit hole. I'm going to be like reading all kinds of crazy things and my mind's going to be informed and I'll be in my head is basically it. And I have enough problems trying to stay out of my head and like this whole thinking thing. I'm sure you can relate to that. So, the dirty on distraction. Here is the ultimate thing. Like I I go into it, like I said before, and what the distraction does to us. But what this distraction is useful for, this is my perspective. This is me sitting on the roof looking at it, going, wow, this is really profound shit. So, distraction takes us away from ourselves. We don't have a freaking cool clue, sorry, what we're feeling. We have no idea. Our bodies become numb. Our hearts are numb, closed off, blocked. Our freaking yoni, closed off, numb, the whole nine yards. We just have no idea. Everything is an inconvenience, especially like our periods and things like that, because we're closed off to it. Um, it's just such an inconvenient thing, you know. Oh, I got to deal with this again. So anyway, the distraction, it comes in because there is a, a level of uneasiness there um a level of anxiety that's just barely there it's like you can't really feel it but it just keeps you wanting to get away from that and that unease or that anxiety that's underneath it is telling you that there's like something there for you to kind of go into it to find out what it is to see you know why are you so distracted? Why are you avoiding whatever it is that you're feeling? And chances, like like I said, there's a level of unease and anxiety in there. Because we don't want to face what we're feeling. We don't want to know what's going on. We don't really want to know that we have cycles and we're rhythmic and things like that. Like we don't want to go there because we have been conditioned to believe that it's just annoyance. We don't need to know that kind of shit. What we need to do is stay busy and productive and be a part of society that contributes. I mean, never mind pausing long enough to actually realize, holy shit, I actually do have a rhythm. I do actually cycle and I do have preferences. Like, God forbid. So, this is the cool thing about distraction. When it happens and we're disconnected from ourselves and we don't realize what's actually happening in our bodies and what's really going on. We think we know what's going on, but we have no idea. We end up being superficial. We're consuming and that can kind of leave us like empty. We basically have an empty life. Things are not fulfilling. We're frustrated with our jobs. Our jobs suck. You know, like there's just so much frustration out there. Frustration with our partner. Frustration with the friends. The brother. The mother. You know, there's just so much. The level of frustration is ridiculous. But we need to pull it back. So when we're in this state, I just kind of want to carry on with this so that we can kind of get to the the gist of it, just to see what's actually happening here. We're distracted we're living somebody else's life, we're doing what we're told, we're trying to please everybody, we're trying to meet the deadlines, we're trying to achieve whatever it is that society says we need to achieve with the house and the car and all that stuff. So we're so, so superficial. And I mean that, like, literally, like, we're so consumed with the outside world, we have no depth, no richness within ourselves. So of course, we're leading a superficial life and we're consuming like beyond ridiculous consuming what ends up happening because you're so freaking distracted you don't even see what's going on you start living and role modeling unconsciously because you're not aware of it you're not aware of this you start living the patterns of your family and what they were like in relationships and you go on automatic pilot or is that what it's called yeah something like that anyway you start repeating the patterns that you were ingrained with when you were a child. And that's how you're living out your relationship. So in my case, there was no men in, like in my my, my mother's world, there was one guy and I was like, oh man, you got to marry this, this guy so that I could hide behind him, right? When you are a role modeled whatever relationship that you had seen as a child, you will unconsciously live that out in your relationship. So if you, let's say in my case, like in my grandmother's case, she married three times. Well, what kind of like, it's not a very good model to follow when you've been married three times. It's like, okay, sure, things happen. People don't quite get along. They marry for the wrong reasons. Like that happens. But when you're in a conscious relationship and you know that you're in a conscious relationship with this man and you want it to grow and develop, you got to kind of take a look at this stuff. Like you got to realize what's happening here, like what's really happening. And you're mimicking the, the roles that you had seen as a child. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, that's up to you to decide. But I had seen that men were meant to be used. That men were useless. Men are da 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 da, you know, like that's the kind of role model I'd seen. And I actually even remember hearing all they ever want is sex. So when you're role modeling this and you come to your relationship with him and you're like, oh, all he ever wants is sex. Oh, he's so useless. Just let me do it. You are acting out what you have seen. And that is not. A relationship that's truly yours it actually belongs to somebody else whoever it is I have no idea and so we end up in situations where we're like oh shit now what like you get to the point where like there's so many divorces is because they don't even realize what's actually happening they're living somebody else's life they're not being true to themselves and they're living that pattern so The reason I started this podcast was because the relationship is something that you define from your soul, from your heart, from your spirit. It has nothing to do with the relationships that you had seen growing up. Nothing. You can create your relationship any way you want, but I'm offering the olive branches as what if you create it based on what your soul is, what your soul wants, what your heart wants, never mind the other people. Because even back in my history, things, I mean, obviously things have changed from, I don't even know how long, like, you know, like from the 50s where women stayed home. Things have dramatically changed between the dynamics of relationships. Now women are a lot more independent and and things like that, right? So that whole thing has changed big time, but it still has the unconscious pattern of, when we don't know who the fuck we are, because we're so busy listening to everybody else and believing the conditioning that we've been brought up to. When we give our power away through the distraction, we have no idea what takes the place of our power. And it's a disempowering pattern from our family. And we unconsciously live that and repeat it. And then the next thing you know, you're divorced, and then you're married. And then all of a sudden you're divorced, and then you're married again. And you wonder, well, how did that happen? And then if you look back you will see let's say one of your role models lived that or maybe you're one of the lucky ones and you had a really good role model right and you're living a good life how i was able like with the patterns that i had that i see when i grew up are not the patterns that i'm living now like maybe they were unconsciously a little bit because you you have that flavor of men are useless because i could see that thread coming in through my relationship with my husband but now that I'm on the rooftop and I can kind of look back and say, oh, you know, there is some threads of my, my family and the ancestor stuff that is playing out in my relationship because I am not aware of my own authentic being and what I truly want and desire out of my relationship. I'm just living by somebody else's expectations. And then we wonder why the relationship doesn't work out. It's because we haven't cleared out this garbage, this shit that we bring into our relationships. So distraction can be used as a dynamite tool to say, okay, I'm feeling like really nervous and I'm uncomfortable because I don't want to feel this feeling that I'm feeling. And it's, I just have to run away from it. It happens. Believe me, I live my life like this. Like, I can't tell you all the freaking stupid mistakes that I've been through. Oh, good grief. But if we just pause when we feel like something has made us feel uncomfortable and sat with it and say, okay, what's going on here? I wanna understand this. And sometimes we don't have the capacity to be able to feel it because it feels so overwhelming. And that's okay. It's okay. We can definitely, you know, cut some slack there. The, The fact that a person is willing to actually feel what's going on is perfect. That's all a person would need to make a difference in their life. So, when you use distraction as a tool to come back to yourself and say, "Okay, why why is this actually happening? What did I do to create this distraction? What's in me that I'm outside of myself seeking to go down the social media TikTok rabbit hole? What, what am I avoiding? What am I avoiding?" And that's essentially what it comes down to is the distraction is a means to avoid whatever we are trying to avoid feeling. And then, like I said, there's this whole unconscious habitual pattern that we've already been exposed to that we are living through our parents or your father or your mother or whatever the story is, right? I mean, I pray that you have a good, um, role model when it comes to relationships, because I can tell you right now, in my lineage, every relationship that I have seen between aunts and uncles and cousins and um, brothers and things like that, brothers and sisters. And I don't have a very big family like big enough. But there is only out of all of these people, all of these people, including my great-grandmother. She actually never remarried once my great-grandfather passed away. So they were together for a very long time. So there is that imprinting there. They were there for a very, very long time. And then somehow it, it changed into a pattern of being married three times and then no marriage with my mother. But as I'm saying, you know, this is my entire family. There is only three of us that have successfully had really long-term relationships one of them i know for sure has been very long-term very deep very loving just very very incredibly sensuous and immaculate like it's just beautiful to see and i don't know where he got that from this is my uncle i don't know where he got that from but i'm just so fascinated by this i'm like how like out of all that brokenness how do we find that i'm fortunate enough to be able to have that as well and then my brother oddly enough he's been married for a long time too but honestly i don't know the dynamics i don't know how deep and and nourishing it is i don't know but i wanted to come on today and talk about the dirty of distraction because it's designed yes to keep you away but it's also designed to point you back at yourself and understand this whole dynamic of what's actually going on. Like you completely have the power within you to create that immaculate kind of a relationship if that's what you want. It takes a lot of freaking work. Like I'm telling you, you got to do a lot of digging in your own, your closet, your skeleton to find out what's going on within you. Why do you react the way you do? Why do you avoid why do you blame like why do you do whatever it is that you do it takes a lot of courage to go into that and say okay what's going on here it takes a lot of courage to say you know what i fucked up i made a mistake you know it takes a lot of courage you have to be really vulnerable with yourself to be able to say this and say oh man did i screw that up and do it without the shame because there's shame associated with that and the goofy thing is i've read it somewhere when we make a mistake and we don't understand we double we give ourselves a double dose of like the trauma if you will so we feel shame from the mistake and that's the second dose of it like oops I pucked up I made a mistake and you feel bad about it and then you shame yourself for it you feel stupid you feel really bad like shaming ourselves for the mistake we gotta let that crap go because it's keeping us confined and we won't be um when you have a heavy dose of shame for any mistake that you've made, any sexual experiences you've ever had, anything like that, you're just, it's crippling people in their capacity to have compassion for one another. And it allows these old, outdated, worn patterns to come into your relationship. And then it's not your relationship anymore. You you can't swim against something that you don't really understand you don't know how to maneuver in it and then he's playing out his family patterns you're playing out your family patterns how are you going to connect with him when he doesn't understand what you're going through and you're both in your own swirl of goo how how can you possibly connect you just can't it just creates so much friction because you're constantly triggering each other you're both uncomfortable because your shit keeps getting thrown in his face and his shits and thrown in your face and you're constantly uncomfortable because you can't handle it because you're too busy avoiding your own feelings. So that's the dirty of the distraction is it keeps you away from your feelings, you're not capable of feeling you don't even know what to feel where to look where to go. And you can't handle anybody else's feelings. So when you actually that around and actually have the capacity to feel like your heart and open up and all that good stuff and and feel things in your body when he's having a moment you can feel him and understand that it isn't really about you he's having a moment he's stressed out maybe he's frustrated and he's not trying to take it out on you He just has this level of frustration because we all do right so it, it takes a lot of courage to be able to do this and not react to if he's having a bad day, just being there and being receptive and understanding and compassionate is is all it takes to create the connection. So that's my dirty on the distraction. You can take it and use it and bring yourself back out of the distraction by like literally the first thing you can do that'll keep you within your own reality, your own inner world, is don't pick up your phone when you wake up. You can kind of get a sense, what's going on in here in this body, what's happening, how am I feeling, what am I thinking, you know, like everything that is there happening right now is for you, whether it sucks so bad right now, or it's really good, they're both there for you. To understand the level that you can go to, like if you can just take that uncomfortable feeling when somebody is like in your face, let's say he's really in a bad mood and he's super frustrated, if you can take that and just like, okay, there's a goodness in here. What What is this? What can I get from this so I can have more compassion for him? Because believe me, we're all we're all so distracted. We're all just like, and it's literally, we're so superficial that we have no depth anymore we're literally empty and so it's time to come back and just have like I said that little bit of compassion for another one that they're experiencing the same thing they just don't know it (laughs) you know they're not listening to me telling you what this distraction does you know they haven't had the the inclination to dive into this and what's happening with themselves like they just don't know so I hope that this was helpful I was really excited to do this podcast. Sometimes it's really hard to write a post about this where it makes sense for people, but hopefully this makes complete sense. And hopefully I've offered you some insight into your life and how you can just kind of pause and redirect. You absolutely have the power to redirect any relationship. It takes a while because we've been in this dynamic for so long, you can't expect miracles. Like once you recognize it, of course, things are gonna change because you see it but it will trick you and you will suck you in again. But you have to be constantly aware where this pattern is showing up and then eventually it stops. People can grow and evolve out of patterns. And I'm not talking about any other kind of relationship except for a conscious one, where you make the conscious decision that this is how you want to redirect, you want more of an emotional connection with another human being. Things need time to shift. When I started making these changes um, from my unconscious awareness into awareness, you gain more awareness, it gave him the opportunity to grow within himself. And when I recognized where I was like screwing shit up within two months, and we we've, we've been together for a very long time, like we've been married 26 years this year. He actually said a few years ago to me when I really dug into this work, like, because I've been doing this work for a long time, but when I really dug into it, then when I realized like, holy shit, relationships is all we have, I really started to dig into it and understand my role. And if you listen to my episode called, oh, Light the Way, Energy Mastery, you'll understand what I'm talking about. When I actually started to embody that within a no word of a lie he said to me within like two months or less wow things have never really been this good between us have it and I was sitting and it was completely unprovoked I was driving I don't even know where we were going and I was so shocked he said that that when you actually start to figure out what's going on with you and manage your energy and make the effort I'm telling you everything changes. It only gets better the deeper you go. It's unbelievable. And of course, when you're in these kind of conscious relationships, I mean, like I said, we've been through some shit, lots and lots and lots of shit. And I own up to all the freaking crazy mistakes I used to make. Just listen to that that, uh, podcast about the um, energy mastery that I just talked about. I was fucking shit up left, right and center because I didn't manage my energy I did not and now that I know it's improved leaps and bounds and when you talk about a relationship when you go over that span of that's like a lifetime you go through phases and what happens in those phases is up to you it's entirely up to you but you can actually take that and turn it into more of a deeper emotional connection that doesn't involve anybody else but you and him. It's your relationship. You get to decide where you're going, where you pivot to based off your energy. If you're open and receiving, and like like I've said before, like you're like the oracle in your marriage. You take your empathic skills and you get a sense of what's going on, you can use that to kind of lay the groundwork for like the future. You can actually take that intuitive knowing and use that as a way to deepen your relationship. Your intuition will let you know. You can use your empathic skills to let you know when is the perfect moment to dive deeper and what with. Like you'll have an idea kind of thing and then that will take you and it's always so super subtle very subtle but you can't hear any of that you can't get the subtleties of your relationship and the energy that's moving about in it when you're distracted it's just not going to happen you're just going to see you know his frustration and you're just going to snap back you know that's all you're going to see that's all you're going to know so i invite you to contemplate this a little bit um I have my email address in the show notes so if you want by all means email me your questions and comments and let's have a conversation about this because it's time that relationships change like they're literally everything that we have we're here to exchange like I was listening last night breathing is an exchange you can't have one without the other like we need each other and despite what this whole independent woman thing streak means. They think they don't need a man, but we do. We need the exchange of a relationship. I mean, maybe it's not physically a man, maybe it's just the masculine energy, blah, 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 whatever. But we do need a a relationship with somebody in order to have that exchange. And through our relationships, we can use that as a mirror to bring us back to ourselves. Because I firmly believe that relationships are a mirror to ourselves. They bring us what we need to heal. And anybody says to me that they're not a mirror, it's just bullshit. I'm just like, then whatever. I don't actually care. Because I know that relationships are a straight up freaking mirror for your own shit. And if you don't deal with your shit, then you're going to have a pretty empty roommate kind of a relationship. And that's okay too. You can have whatever the frick you want, if that's what you want. It doesn't matter. There's like no judgment here. And anybody else judges it so what that's their problem it's got nothing to do with you so on that note i just wanted to remind you as i do in every podcast so far that i love working one-on-one with women for a deeper intimate relationship to take them from where they are now and the troubles that they're having in the relationship because there's so many things that go on in a relationship the different phases and energy and blah, patterns and things and then take them into a new as i call it operating system that has you operating more openly more responsive you know it's a different way of living that actually deeply improves your relationship so i invite you into emailing me if you have any anything to say about this podcast i look forward to speaking with you and reading your emails i I think it'd be so much fun if we had a conversation about this and um I love bringing people back to their actual blueprint of love. And that's the way it is for me anyway. So until next time, take care.